Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Take it to the bridge. Um, drop it off the edge uh, in a bag and uh, watch it float away. Um, like in Jumanji. Uh, not a not, not a not a reliable way to dispose of a, a, a sort of an evil possessed board game. Although I've got to say, respect to whoever manufactured the Jumanji board game because you don't get that kind of uh, quality from um, Parker Brothers these days. Like you know the old Scrabble you would get once of like proper wooden tiles, and you can imagine them lasting for a long time. But everything these days is like just cardboard. And maybe like that laminated stuff, but even that foldy section in the middle of like fold-up board game boards, that's gonna that's gonna wear out. Like there's, I reckon maximum maximum you know a, a ten years of of consistent play in a modern board game board, just because of. <laughs> but Jumanji, <laughs> I mean, you could chuck that shit off a bridge, you know, and watch it float away. Then you, then it could be found, dug up. Buried again in a field or a beach. You know, it was a, a beach, really being the uh, the field of the of the sea. That's definitely not true. That's definitely not true. The field of the sea. Yeah, the beach isn't the field of the sea. The beach is. In like any the, way, the ocean is the field. The of waiting the sea. room. Of or the, the sea. lake. The lake is the field of the sea. You think? No, <laughs> I, th- I think the lake is well, the. the I, I guess you don't really find many lakes in a sea. Um, yes. But if you did, mm. it would be very hard to know. But I would say maybe the lake is the is the the lake is the plains of the bodies of water. <laughs> right, like the savanna. Oh, the, and the, the ocean is the jungle. The ocean, I suppose, is the jungle. Maybe the sea. Maybe a waterfall <laughs> could be a jung- the jungle. <laughs> the waterfall couldn't possibly be the jungle of the sea. Well, there it, could be a lot of things that live up and down that, that waterfall. Salmon. Salmon. Uh, those, those ones that there are those swim up fish the, that the, the swim, swim up your urine stream. That's, that, is, that angers me. That, I, I get so angry about that myth about the fish that swims up the urine stream and yeah. lodges itself in your urethra. It's, it's, it's such a stupid myth, and yet it still terrifies me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's just you don't want that in your, in your urethra. Yes. I mean, it's one of those things where like, the chances of it being real are very, mm. very low, but the risks, if it, like the yeah. potential consequences, if it is true, are catastrophic, yeah. right? Um, it's but, like, but you know what, Andy, you can afford to lose a couple of inches. If we, <laughs> and is that the treatment? Is it they just cut it off? Just, they just, <laughs> They're go just fuck like it. that'll do. Sorry, man. Uh, you still got enough to work with there. Yeah. But when you lose inches off the dick, I think you lose crucial inches. Like, yeah. there's no way to lose some of those middle inches that you don't do much with. It's only like the end. It's the yeah. I only the, I only really use both ends. <laughs> I don't really do much with the, the middle. The stump? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle, the it, it barely even gets touched. It's just the, the beginning is there to hold it on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the end is there to just yeah. mash against things. Anyway, yeah. you are listening to Two in the Think Tank. The show where we try and come, come up, up with, with five, five sketch, sketch ideas. ideas. I'm uh, Andy. And I am Alistair George William Trombley Birchall, and welcome to our podcast where, you know, we've already told you what it does, but... Um, uh, but, 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 I think about sometimes about like on that thing of like losing the crucial things. I mean, I know people have made jokes about how with smoking, mm-hmm. right? It it takes years off your life, but they're ne- they're never the good years anyway, are they? Like no. they're the they're the the shitty ends at the years at the end. They're like they're like the uh, the, the the scraps at the bottom of a Doritos packet. Although sure. actually, they can be quite fun. That's can't really they? nice. Sometimes, yeah, if yeah. you tip them up and really get the. Make the most out of them. Do you think maybe being being ninety is like that? 
It's like <laughs> it's just getting the last out of the bag. Yeah, <laughs> it could be, you know, because I think there's there's not much expected of you. All you know, you don't have as many responsibilities. Mm. Yeah, I mean, or as many faculties. You know, you're not able to uh, move or really communicate in any meaningful way. I think there's a lot of 90, 90 year olds who are still pretty up there. You know. And so, you know, and I think that what they're doing is they're just tipping the bag up and letting the dust hit their face. <laughs> That's true, because a lot of that dust does get get down your shirt and that sort of thing as well. And a lot of the dust... Which is a thing that happens a lot to 90-year-olds, so Absolutely. the metaphor works. Yeah, and also, but also the dust is not just like chip dust it's it's mostly the the part of the, the chip flavoring. that you really want it's the flavor you know mm, yeah. i think maybe that's what being 90 is it's just it's all flavor <laughs> it's possible um i think although the, the the tragedy is i think a lot of those flavors are quite dull by that time because because mm-hmm. like you have to think that the the chip packet is is one that has been open for 90 years yeah. now so i imagine that a lot of the like it's gone stale a lot of those uh those those bits down the bottom that like we as young people who eat our chip bags really quickly we think of them as still being quite crispy but after 90 years they're going to have gone soggy That's possibly moldy and yeah. maybe maybe you don't want that sure but then you've also got 90 years of experience there so even the most dull of things like a like You're a right. like a breath you know it, it holds within it so many memories and, uh, mm. and 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 meanings <laughs> and you know like you can appreciate a good breath you yeah, know, 90 yeah. years in and you you you've had the um the, the joys of youth, mm. right? And and uh, you're probably um, sick of them by now. Yeah, you're stripping back. You're stripping back to uh, to, to the bare essentials, breathing, yeah. eating, mush. Mush. Uh, <laughs> fish fingers. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, you know, and just looking, if you've still got that, if you've still got looking. Um, but what I was thinking was, right, mm. with losing those years, it would be great if you could, if you could choose the years that smoking took off your life, right? Because mm. I reckon I could stand to lose, like probably about when I was when I was nineteen to twenty, I'd be happy yeah. to just like get rid of that. Yeah. If I could smoke that away, I'd be very pleased. Yeah, I think I could get rid of maybe fifteen to twenty-five. Fifteen. <laughs> well, that's ten years. Yeah, if that's the ten years you're taking off your life. If that means I get an extra ten years at the end. At the end. Yeah. yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah, and you lose all those regrets and all those mistakes that you made. Yeah, yeah. Or I get an opportunity to really make some proper mistakes. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, because the stakes are quite high when you're that age mm. as well. Yeah, survivability know? is low. So Survivability <laughs> is low and um, like like you've got a whole, all, so many, gener- I think it's much easier to, to disappoint yeah. people maybe at that age. Like, you know, when you're young, people, people forgive stuff. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? But I don't think anyone's looking at a 90-year-old like, being obscene in the street a and going, year old. well, he's good for him to get it out of his system. You know, a 90-year-old dog act. Dog act. <laughs> you know, something like... Just a shit like black. Granddad, that was a dog act. Like that. I don't know. Is it for... I feel like you go... No. You forgive after 80, after 80 and you forgive before 30. Yep. It's those middle years <laughs> that there's no forgiveness for. That's 30 to, 30 to 80. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a the, the over 85s. You you're right. You're right. There's a sort of a well, dementia is sort of like the ultimate excuse, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, he doesn't understand. And youth is a, a form of dementia. It's just you, you do these kind of crazy things that, mm. that that seem to go against your uh, you know, your your self-preservation your rational and, self-interest. Yeah. Um so, is there a sketch in this? I wonder. Um I mean, certainly I'm, I'm interested in the way you frame it there of like the two ends of life being the sort of the disposable or, you know, the, mm. the consequence free um, parts of it, yeah. portions thereof. Mm. Um, but I, I can't immediately think of how that could be a sketch. I think like how could it to... to, to do, unless you've you got, have you got something on that? No, the, the, the thought entered my head as like uh, about uh, like second teenagehood. Which would be once you hit eighty, eighty-five. Yeah, right. Well, okay, so that's when you're going, or maybe like once you're in the region of, there's only a, a teen number of years between you and one hundred, right? So mm. like from eighty-one to uh, to one hundred, they're like your sort of mm. your 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 reverse teens or your yeah your yeah your inverse teens yeah your, uh, your bizarro teens. <laughs> 
Uh, teen, teen elders, teen elder, elder teen, teen elders, teen elders, yeah, teen elders, yeah, teen elders. Um, and that's when you know you start weird stuff. You, you know, your face starts to look weird. Yeah. Um, you're, you you're, notice your body's your body changing in different ways. Uh, <laughs> like your bones break. Well, yeah. <laughs> you might wake up in the morning and you. <laughs> and now there's no more hair where there once was hair before. <laughs> like, I guess you, um, at some point there must be some kind of pube baldness or. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Like, if those pubes, if you don't, if there's no such thing as pube baldness, mm. that's really weird. Yeah. Like, that we're going to give the tenacity to these. <laughs> To these pube hairs. It feels, yeah, it feels wrong. I mean, it feels like, it feels mean. I, um, sorry, that was my phone. Yeah, that's okay. Beeping. It was just I, like I was a, sure. such a long resonant beep. Yeah, it really did resonate, um, with a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> audience members. Yeah. Um, so youth. how would we talk about second teenagehood? Well, well, I think, I think maybe it's, it's, it's a, um, it's somebody having to have a talk, have the talk with mm. a, with an elderly relative. Yeah. Right. So, like, like it's 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 the sex talk. <laughs> Which talk would you refer to? I, I, the, the the talk about what you know your body changing and that oh, sort yeah. of thing. So, like, like you're 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 becoming a um an extremely old man. Yeah. Right. Um. And I guess in the like after your your dad. So 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 say you're a teen, mm. right? And your dad has this conversation with you when you're like twelve or something like that, right? Yeah. And maybe um, after he's finished having that conversation with you, this is your dad who's like 40, 45, he then has to call in his dad and have the conversation with him yeah. about how you're becoming... See, that's really good. That's how you, that's how you frame it, Andy. That's how you, that's how you bloody so, frame it. Like, especially if it's just in a, in a room and then he goes, all right, Addict, get out of here, kid. And he's just <laughs> yeah. sitting on the edge of one bed like that yeah, and then he turns he around <laughs> and I'm sitting on the other bed. For some reason, it's a, it's a twin. It's not a twin. It's a triple... It's a triple room, a triple single. I don't understand. What, oh, there's three single beds yeah, in there. Yeah, it's a triple okay. single room. You know, a twin room. I tried to write a quiz. Uh, I tried to write a quiz question about this. I was like, uh, what what term means uh, a person who is born at the exact same time as somebody else and a room with two beds? <laughs> twin. Yeah, right, I, I think. And when they were like, no, but it's twins, and it's not. Anyway, forget it. It's not a twins room. And I go, well, that's not what I was trying to it's say. bloody close enough. Shut up. What about the close enough quiz? Anyway, that's why they let me go. <laughs> that's not the reason, but they, they didn't need any more That's the reason they didn't me. need any more questions from you. Yeah, the twin. <laughs> I think it was the twin that knocked, knocked them over the edge. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you know, the, 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 having to talk with granddad, right, about becoming a very, very old man. Uh, you've got the hair thing. You've got the. Um, you're going to start to notice girls uh, as they come into your nursing room and <laughs> ask you if you'd like any uh, porridge. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you. Uh, you might. Um, you're going to start getting crazy urges to do things that will risk your life. Mm, which is almost anything, like such as getting out of bed yeah. or. <laughs> Yeah, and but yours or might drinking actually... too quickly. Yeah, um, uh, and then yeah, well, try, your trying to learn getting... a really big word. Anyway, uh, is that a risk for old people? I think I think if an old person was was to to come upon a particularly complex word, that could they knock could them, strain that, their brain. Yeah, they could strain the brain, brain strain. irredeemably. Yeah, you know because it's. It's elastic. You know about pr- uh, pl- no, plasticity. It's not elastic. It's Neuro- plastic. Neuroplasticity. Yeah. Is but yeah. even plasticity has its limits. Surely, I, I refuse to accept that. Well, for example, a plastic bag has plasticity, <laughs> constantly breaking through them. You know? So let's say he was to learn about uh, a, a container, like mm. this old person mm. was to learn about a container full of uh, chicken tenders. Yep. Right. Okay. The corners on that container of chicken tenders will is plastic itself, but it's a harder plastic and tends to just cut right through the the plastic bag. <laughs> and obviously, and the, and this the is old a person's learning, learning about this. This is the old person, right? But you know, it's a metaphor. And, uh, is 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 the name for a container that you keep chicken tenders in? Is that a long word? Uh, no, no. But it, but it's a metaphor, Andy. Don't be ignorant. No, you know, sorry. come on. Don't be naive here. 
Um, okay, so double bagging. Right? Yeah. We don't really double bag here in Australia, but I understand it's a big deal in the United States, the double bagging. Look, as a person who has done some bagging in the past, yeah. some people do request a double bag. Yeah, but do you think that's the American cultural hegemony just coming across? Do you think it's because they're the dominant, um, you know, sort of these people, ideological force? These people the who, are Hollywood? who are like, nah, that's an American thing. That's an Australian thing. As if anything belongs to Australia. I know. We've got nothing. Yeah. I mean, the, the shit that we hold on to, it's yeah. pathetic. No, that's an, that's an American word. We're not using that. Uh, we're going to use as the word that we got from Britain. We take it from that empire, not this empire. Not this empire. Not, not the empire that has an equal amount of influence over us. Maybe more. Uh, look, um, but maybe you're right. Maybe double bagging is an American thing. Oh, no, I mean, but I, I, look, what I was going to say is why don't they just make the bags stronger? Double but strong. then I thought maybe it's to do with um, sort of, you know, that that the front, like if, if you develop a uh, a rupture in one of the bags, if yeah. one of the bags has a weak point, mm-hmm. if it was just a, a thicker bag, that would be a, still a weak point in the bag that could then become the starting point of a tear. But if mm. you double bag it, you can sort of isolate the weak points so that you yeah. can't get that sort of spreading of the tearing. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that, that is definitely the case. The other. Maybe you could do a two-ply bag. Two-ply bag. I mean, I know at the moment they're just trying to get rid of plastic bags altogether, but what about <laughs> two-ply? What if, what if instead of getting rid of plastic bags altogether, we made one bag, two bags? Yeah. So, you know... <laughs> well, that might actually, like, to, to be honest, that might actually be a one solution for reducing the... the the, the the volume of bags around I'm interested. the place and and the spread of bags. You know what I mean? No, I don't so, understand how that so, could possibly have well, that effect. Because the bags will be that the, the uh, a, a a two ply bag. Yes, will be two bags. They're, they'll be sealed together, right? right in so some at, way. at different points, yep. but they will be still kind of separate. So that you know, if if you get um, a stress fracture of some sort in one of the bags and and that that kind of tears, mm-hmm. there still is the second bag to catch. Anything that right. gets through, right? Like a good relationship, like a know? good relationship. Exactly. It's you've got your the part which is the relationship, and then the outer part which is the communication <laughs> that catches any the, part the, of, of the relationship. Um, but so, but but anything that would reduce the amount of like people you double bagging, unless people start quadruple bagging. Oh no! Yeah. Um, but you know, because then two bags. That could be, you know, they can go to opposite ends of the world. One goes to the big garbage pile in the ocean, and then another one goes to a big garbage pile well, over in a, in a lake, in somewhere, a lake, in a field, so, yeah, um, of the ocean, <laughs> of the ocean, yeah. Uh, and so that's that's two turtles that that could that could eat that right. One fresh water, one salt right. water, right? So if if it's a double bag, all it will do is kill one turtle really well, like convincingly. Yeah, it'll well, finish him off. There's only a certain amount of tur- killing a turtle that you can do. You right. Know? Once and, uh, a turtle's dead, you can't kill it again. Yeah, I've exactly. tried. Yeah. So anyway, I, mean, I think that to a I certain mean, extent that once would... a turtle's dead, you can, I guess, dishonor its spirit in a way, which is the ultimate indignity. Sure, that's what the second ply is for. <laughs> <laughs> one to kill it, one to one to spit on its grave. <laughs> okay. I mean, is there anything in this? Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. Right? Like, it's such a. Uh, how do we get there's, there? There's nothing. There's nothing. There's no. It's it's so tenuously connected to human experience. Everything we're discussing. I mean, on a lot of the things we do discuss are tenuously connected to human experience. But oh, I'm so bored with human experience. I oh, just want anything that's just you tenuously break, connected. Break free. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, don't worry about that. But like, <laughs> what I'm saying is that I look for for for. Uh, I want to break free from human experience. But don't worry about that. Let's talk about bags some yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> I find my mortal frame to be a to be a trap. It's a prison. Anyway, we were talking about bags. <laughs> we were talking about bags, and, and don't get distracted. They can double kill. They can double kill a turtle. Yeah, I think. I think. Um, well, well, okay. I mean, what if it was somehow like something that's trying to communicate the environmental damage mm. done by um, plastics, right? Yeah, and um, and and. Obviously, people people when they see a video of a, a turtle being strangled by a plastic bag, they they that connects with them to a certain extent. But like, if we mm. were trying to raise the stakes, or if we were trying to really, um, you know, uh, shock people, mm. right? If we could show that plastic bag, then 
you know, going to uh, that turtle's family, mm-hmm. right, and um, and sort of insulting the family, like you know, yeah. in a in a in a in a western, this would be the scene in which the killer who killed the father then goes to the son and tells him how he begged like a dog on his knees for his life, mm. which to a turtle is a huge insult. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have knees. <laughs> But they hate dogs. They, uh, they, they do. They see dogs as way beneath them. They, yeah. Which is tough You've, for a turtle. Which is tough for a turtle. <laughs> got one of the lowest perspectives of yeah, any uh, as vertebrate. Well, as well as being so low on the food chain. <laughs> um, so, 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 is there something in that? Is there something yeah, about the, the, I, I in really the plastic like that. bag that, diso- that, you know, dishonors the spirit of the father? So, the... so it, it could, like, I mean, obviously we don't need to go into a two-ply bag here. Yeah, no, I think that we, we ditched the two-ply. So it's just it's just saying, like we're it's a, it's an environmental video, yeah. Greenpeace kind of thing, right? We'll make it about Greenpeace. P- piss them off. That's even that's even. <laughs> oh more yeah, let's go after those guys. Yeah, yeah, um, bloody, uh, good, uh, And then they, they yeah. So then it's like it's it's, it's a very say. it's very concerned about about the these plastic bags and what they're doing and saying yeah. that you know they do this bad thing, but not only that. Yeah. Then they but, also. Well, that's because the the plastic bags don't break down, right? Yeah. So they're <laughs> they're they're like psychopaths. They they, they continue. That <laughs> they're like psychopaths, but also that they continue in the ecosystem, yeah. right? So they could, you know, after killing a turtle, they're still floating free and able to kill again, or worse, you know, to to inflict other kinds of damage. Yeah. And then they go to yeah. and, then, and then we show some of the damages. Right. Uh, I guess a plastic bag ends up being like the littlest hobo. It goes around, kind of, but instead of solving problems, it just goes around, kind of creating problems, killing sort of sea reptiles. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we should pitch that to Adult Swim. That's a, it's about a plastic bag in the ocean. Plastic that's bag. A, that's look. That's a that's a Pixar movie. I mean, yes, it's dark. It's dark. I mean, it's it's. What have we got? We've got. It's an Adult it? Swim version of a Pixar a film, Pixar movie, joint. TV show. So you kind of. You pitch it. It's Pixar meets plastic bag, killing turtles. Meets in the, ocean. the inevitability of death mm. in a you know a, a dying planet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he the p- bag sees itself as a hero, but wow. Well, I mean, really, the plastic bag is like that character in um, No Country for Old Men, mm. that, who is never breaks down. Never breaks down. Yeah, even when he breaks his Sugar. arm. Sugar. Sugar, He's which is kind of almost the sound of a plastic bag, <laughs> opening it up once you know once you finally get that that split there. Once oh you man, use the, yeah. You know, once you lick your fingers and rub them on the plastic, rub it on the plastic after a hundred people have been there before you. Yeah, rub on um, plastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, because and also you could picture like at the end of old, No Country for Old mm, Men, you could mm. picture this plastic bag breaking its arm but continuing on. <laughs> well, I mean, it would definitely if it was driving a car, it would definitely <laughs> crash. That's right. Yeah, and and it would probably ask a kid for its shirt. <laughs> Give me your shirt or whatever it was. Um. Yeah. Look. 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 Let's. 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 Let's write that down. Let's call that a thing, right? It's the it's the it's the journey of this killer plastic bag. Yeah. Okay, and it's 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 uh it's it's emotionless sort of relentless uh quest to kill. It, it, <clears throat> I I pity the plastic bag in a way because it doesn't understand hmm. what it's doing and that's all it knows. I guess it was that's not what it was created for, right? It was created to um carry uh groceries. Right. Yeah. But I guess then once it finds itself in in an, a marine environment, I mean that would be very shocking and disorienting, and and to re- to realize that you'd been discarded, like you'd served your purpose and then yeah. you're just thrown away. I guess like a Vietnam vet, right? Like yeah. a piece of garbage. Yeah. Society's got no job for you anymore. Sure. 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 And sure. then you find yourself out there in the ocean. You're going to have a lot of rage. Sure. Yeah. And also. In the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, a discarded plastic bag is not even the most lifeless and soulless thing in the ocean, you know, because there's cruise ship comedians. (laughs) 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 Which I aspire to be. Which I aspire to be. I will take that work. Yeah, I will absolutely (laughs) take that. Call me for bookings. (laughs) 
Hit me uh, up on Twitter, Alistair TB. Yeah, please, Alistair TB at gmail.com. Oh, what am I giving up? <laughs> Doesn't matter. What is, what is, okay, what is a, a thing that we can do with cruise ship comedians, right? Like, mm. like I mean, I, I'm now that you mention that, I'm picturing one being strangled by a plastic bag, and I find that amusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder whether it was him just doing it to himself, though. <laughs> <laughs> just to feel something. Yeah, there's, okay, hold on to that idea. Just for some reason, I got this, I got this oh, switcheroo you got? thing, which was just, for some reason, it's like, an audience full of comedians and they there's just a a cruise ship passenger on stage <laughs> and i don't i like i forget it I don't no know okay what, what about this what about um he's a cruise ship um passenger but he's on the land hmm. and he's uh he's got a gig as an audience member uh at a at a at a gig, you know at a comedy club on the land he's feeding Mm. Okay, not that. Forget that. Wait. Right? No, you go. No, 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 no. You say, you say, you sound it, like It's a new thing. <laughs> it's about plastic bags again. Okay, yeah. In great. the ocean, mm-hmm. right? But it's not a plastic bag. It's a human being that's been discarded, right? Right. He, um, he, maybe he was a person who used to. He, okay, this is it. His, his, his job used to be the guy who carries your bags to the. Uh, to the car. To the car at mm. the supermarket, right? But they made him redundant. Right, and he's been thrown away, and he, eventually he finds himself into in a drain, and then he gets washed down into the ocean, where he starts strangling turtles. <laughs> but then there's all these people who have become redundant due to modern society. That yeah, start, and they just collect together co- collect in a big together in this huge island of of of, of redundancy. Yeah, of garbage humans. Yeah. The redundant sea. The redundancy is that an actual place? No, but I mean, oh, bloody but that heck. sounds good. Oh my yeah. god, that's almost the title of the episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah, and are you got to think about like what are all the other careers, the things that people don't need anymore? Sure. Um, and um, just people who pack boxes in mm, factories. Mm. Um, uh, you know, big taxi fl- drivers, taxi drivers, floppy drive repairman. Yeah. Yeah, um, almost any kind of repair man, really, because we don't repair anything anymore. We just yeah. throw things away. That's Ironically, it. including repair men. Yeah, into the ocean. Um, but then, what what happens to these people? I guess is it is it is this just like a, a but you know, like is this kind of more like a like an info kind of thing where it's like, but you know what, that man who used to carry the bags to your car, mm. he, doesn't he doesn't just go away. He doesn't just go away. Yeah, he's somewhere now. And I, I think like maybe we see him like he's just got fired. He's sort of drifting around, doesn't know what to do with himself. He goes, he sits down in the gutter, mm. right? And then maybe some water comes along, <laughs> washes, washes him down. Away. You see him going down a, a sewer. Yeah, I do like that. Where does that sewer lead? And then you see him coming out at the beach, <laughs> just like out one of those pipes. Yeah, that, one of those pipes. Just, but like. Do you think you need to show a plastic bag thing first so that the the, the parallel um yeah I wonder it depends on the like whether the the cultural penetration of plastic bags and the great pacific garbage patch I don't know if as many people think about the great pacific garbage patch as we do else <laughs> Yeah, not everybody, but look, I think I I hang out with groups of people who definitely think about that p- patch a lot or at least want to joke about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a big deal. It's bigger than what, like Texas? Victoria or something? Texas, probably. I think yeah. so. I think so. I think it's one of those things that you know you can you can invoke the word Texas for. Bigger than Texas. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, look, I'll. I mean, you know, can we count that as a separate sketch? I think I think we can. Yeah. Right. Um. He's a he's got a little hat. By the way, he's got. He's, uh, he for some reason he's working at uh, a really old school supermarket where all the employees have got a little red hat and an apron. There you go. Wait, 
I missed the beginning of Doesn't that, but I didn't know what the relevance uh, of that was. He's just got a hat. He's got a hat. He's that's telling good. you the man's got a hat. Well, that's good. I, I think it, it, these kind of things, we we very rarely think about uniform and things yeah. like that when we're... Well, that's going to be a, a, a separate thing. When we've totally run out of ideas for mm. this podcast, we'll just go back through all the other ones. And just and add, clo- and what, add clothing yeah. to it. <laughs> sort of like a, you know, like a, like a Barbie sort of set. Well, all these sketches are, are naked at the moment. We've got to clothe them. Somebody's got yeah. to come along. We could be our own wardrobe department. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the show where we come up with five ideas for what people in sketches would be wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they say that all the people who have the blue eye color all just come, come down to one guy or one woman. I'm not sure. One person. Right. Yeah. And what color were their eyes? Uh, they didn't say. No. Yeah. Um, did you know that that like there's there's sort of like two markers in your DNA? I think that one comes from your 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 maternal side, it and would that'll be only in gets, the mitochondrial DNA. Yeah, and then you've got the one that comes from the uh, male side in the Y chromosome. Yeah, right. You know, these are the markers that allow us to trace back and work out that we all came from one man and one woman, except they were at different times. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. There was like an Eve and there was an Adam, but they were like, you know, 300,000 years apart or something because mm. there was there was some point in time where there was only one woman. There was some point in time where there was only one man because of the population dropping back to be so small yeah. of the human's ancestry, but that didn't occur at the same time. So like we almost ran out? Yeah, I think so. I think it like I think it was that Close to not happening. This podcast, Alistair, almost. might never have existed. Oh my God. It almost didn't happen. And yeah. not just because we're lazy. Yeah. Also because... <laughs> Think of the things that wouldn't have happened if if even Adam had never met, which they didn't. <laughs> All of this could have been avoided if someone had had the foresight to go back and kill the one Adam. You go back in time and kill Hitler, would you go back and kill the, f- the first man? I mean, it would save a lot of bother, right? Because we mm. always talk about killing Hitler. No one ever talks about going back and killing Genghis Khan. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, somebody must. Somebody must be talking about it right now. Well, we are. But Do you think anybody's ever talked about killing Genghis, Genghis Khan whilst having sex? As a topic of... Cause I guess, like, cause, because I guess Genghis Khan... As a topic, wait, what was the enemy there that said that? As a topic of like dirty talk or something, like <laughs> I a guess, conversation? I guess so, yeah. But like just the idea that... Hey, know. Sorry, sorry. Just, mm. Have you got an idea? No, please. Okay, okay. Have we talked about this on the podcast before, right? Where somebody during sex, somebody is like, talk dirty to me. Talk to me about something that's really wrong. Mm. Really wrong. Yeah. And then like they talk about things that actually defy physics or... Talk about you know going like you know uh, I want to sure, sure, sure. I want to want to spank you but I want to do it you know um, faster than the speed of light faster than the speed of light or something yeah yeah you know, yeah uh, I want to uh... you know I mean but but things like you know oh, I want to go back in time to uh, to the time of Genghis Khan and I want to. Uh, you know, whatever. I want to kill Genghis Khan. I want to I mean create a paradox wherein we never met, and uh, that's so and so wrong. This, this conversation never would have taken place, and so there would have been no reason for me to go back in time. See, that's you know, and I think the the a good format in which this could come out is that he starts to say something dirty, like yep. you know, I want to spank you, or oh, you're yeah, yeah. you're not a you're not a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> um, but then but then they correct him 
Uh, I mean, well, that's something, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> just, just by itself. You're not a very you're not a nice person. I mean, I, I, I think I doubt your career choices, and I, I don't think it's just. <laughs> oh, oh your, your eye color doesn't suit you. Oh, whoops, whoops. Um, but I mean, the, I mean, I don't think we'll find a funnier thing than you're not a nice person, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but it's, like, do other people find that as funny as I do? Yeah. Well, look. What about? Yeah. What about if, like, we try to keep it in the same sketch? Okay. Okay. Right. And so he starts saying something dirty, and she goes, right. "No, no, no, not like that. Like, say something like like wrong. Yeah, like something that's wrong." And then he says, "Like, you're not a nice person, <laughs> something like that." She goes, "No, something like, like scientifically wrong, like like impossible, like you know, like something that is." Is incorrect. I, I like. I know that the concepts of the of truth is like a shifting thing, and like the existence of absolute truth mm. is hard to prove. In in you know in a in a universe, depending on what you know philosophical mm. group you subscribe to, but like there must be some things that are fundamentally wrong. Oh, I oh. want you to talk to me about okay. those. Okay. Um. Okay. How about um? Uh, the square root of a negative number is yeah. a. Is a neg is a is a negative number. <laughs> that's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> now something ge something geographical. <laughs> um, um, the capital of Brazil is Albany. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Wronger. Wrong. Something. Something that could never have happened in any in any timeline. Um, like humans breathe dirt. <laughs> I, yes, there's there's oxygen in dirt. There's oxygen in dirt that could happen. Um, earthworms get their oxygen from dirt. Like why couldn't humans? That's just a definitional um, thing. Like what is what is wrong? What is actually wrong? Come on, I need this. I'm almost there. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, you know, uh, like a entropy, like a bridge made of fog. <laughs> 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 oh, Alistair, you're so good. <laughs> That actually did get me all the way, yeah, so thank th you. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Talk. <laughs> talk to Bridge. It's, yeah, it's, it's talk Talk wrong to me. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're not a nice person. I like, I doubt all your choices. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, you, <laughs> I think that the, the things that people say about you, that you ask me to console you about, I agree with I them. agree with all I of them. them. Oh, the... Not that shit. No, I just I want you to I want false truth. <laughs> well, then you're not really truth. That's it. That's <laughs> it. But no, no, don't correct me. Make me wronger. But yeah, false truth would be a good one. A false truth. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, she she would she would have no time. She wouldn't get off at all on um, on quantum uncertainty, though. Like you know, because that's the things that are both true and not true at the same time. Yeah. That's no good to her, right? So yeah. we're talking absolute, you know, provable. Mm. But that's stuff. That's stuff that's both true and not true at the same time. That's yeah. that's um, pre-observed, uncollapsed waveform stuff. Right. But has it happened yet? Uh, I think I think it, like if it hasn't been observed, has it happened yet? <sighs> or it's still happening, I guess, because because like the light is appearing on the on the wall in that pattern or whatever. Right. I, th I think I think once the light appears on the wall, that's a thing that's happened. Yeah. And we can say in that case, it was a wave, right? It was behaving as a wave mm. because you you can see or, or or yeah, if you haven't didn't observe which. Oh, the slit it went through in the Young's double slit experiment. Mm. You can say that you see if you see the interference pattern on the wall, you can say that the light was behaving as a wave. Mm. But um, but if you try to check which slit right. things are going through, then it, it'll behave and as the, a particle. And the and the pattern will disappear. Yeah, because you interfered with it. You actually interacted with it in order to observe it. Yeah. Um. But there must. But but what was your question? D uh, has have it, those has things happened? Happen? Yeah. So, like, so, like, the cat that is both alive and dead mm. in Schrodinger's cat mm. has the cat died or not? 
at the point at which it yeah right yeah, 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 exactly. Because, like, it's like, well, it depends when you ask me. It's like, if you just put the cat in the box, I reckon it's probably alive. <laughs> but if it's been in there for... Wait, how sick is this cat? Yeah, like, if it's been in there for, you know, roughly three eight weeks. Months. Yeah, <laughs> eight months. Yeah, eight months. I reckon you could just go to, say, just dead. It's got a bit of a whiff to it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I guess something is alive in there. <laughs> you know? I mean, I know about your waveforms and stuff, but I've never seen a cat go eight months without food. Yeah. Maybe seven? Yeah, but not in a box. Like if it was a fat cat? Yeah. Um, There's something in Schrodinger's cat and the cat's just been in there for ages. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, just the whole the whole thought experiment. I mean, like it's a thing that is touched on a lot, but but I don't think I've ever seen somebody do a really good Schrodinger's cat thing. Yeah. It's another one of those ones where like, do people really know about it? Oh, the people who matter do. Yeah? Yeah. Great. If you want to matter, if you're listening to this and you don't know what Schrodinger's cat is... You don't matter. You don't matter. But you can matter by just going and reading like a a paragraph about it. That's probably about all I've got. Yeah. And I think that's all you need in order to have a comedy, a working comedy knowledge of something. Mm. Yeah. Right? Like like this is the sort of the threshold that you need to be able to make a joke about a particular topic. It's probably about a paragraph's worth of information. Yeah. As long as it's from a left-wing... Source, yeah, like that's really all you need to be able to. Mm. And but like, uh, but also like, I think within that you're also taking into account what you've heard other people sort of say. Roughly, they know about Schrodinger's cat, and so you kind of go like, well, that seems to be the information that most people know. All they know is that there's a cat, there's a box, dead and alive. That's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah. Well, okay. So this it would be good to have a Wikipedia Mm. that was not. like exhaustive information, mm. right? It's it's just a, and it's and it's n- no one's allowed to do any research, mm. right? Um, and no experts are allowed to post on there. So it's just people going on and sort of putting down sort of what they reckon, and then we try and reach like a consensus of oh, like this is about what people know about this topic. Mm. Yeah, I think that's good. I like I like that a lot. That would be like a a, a gauge of the general knowledge capacity of. The average yeah, human. The average human, right? Mm. And then you could, if you wanted to do a joke about Schrodinger's cat or the Heisenberg uncertainty principle or, you know, um, the origins of the Christmas myth or something like that, you, yeah. you go in there and you say, oh, well, people sort of know this about this amount. Yeah, and that would be a, a very useful tool for, be a, for, for, for comedians. Yes. Be hugely, I guess, I guess uh, uh, inconvenient for the general populace who have to sort of put in everything <laughs> that they know about every topic. <laughs> into the internet um but i think hey. more pointless things have been done um uh, i was thinking bridge. sorry go i was thinking that the, it would be good if there was a um a wikipedia for explaining things like there's not really like wikipedia doesn't actually try and explain stuff it just has information right mm, so yeah. if you if you if you want to know like like what is um, what are what are the what are the warning signs of fascism or something like yeah. that, right? Like there there, sh- there should be like a sort of a version of Wikipedia where like is experts and academics go on there and like put it down like oh this is this is this is sort of this sort of how this goes, you yeah, know, right. like an explainerpedia. So does that make sense? Um, I'm not getting a hundred percent. That's all right. The the difference between Wikipedia and Explainopedia at the moment, especially because Explain- they're they're ending with Pedia. <laughs> they both have information. Forget it. Let's move on. I know, but maybe no. Let's move on. There could, okay, there could be a sketch in it. What about an elevator sketch? Great. Yeah? Okay. So, uh, you, what what do you do? You get you get you it on in the there, ground floor. Get it on the ground floor. Uh, maybe there's no floor on the on the on the f- ground on the elevator, and you got a, a dangle from the top. <laughs> Why would that happen? <laughs> You know, dangle from the top. It's like monkey bars in there. I uh, mean, the thing I always do when I get in an elevator is mm. I look up straight away to see if there's a little grill, yeah, right? So that so you can that climb out if I you could need climb to. out if I needed to or if, uh, you know, there was some sort of a, a fight, yeah. right? Like, where would my backup come from, you know, yeah, through yeah, that yeah. hole? And from, from my ob- observations, it seems like that, that escape grill is is doesn't lacking, exist. Lacking doesn't most exist. of the time, right? Yeah, 
unless unless it's somehow like you've got to pull off some panels or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, that there's awful stories about people who have died in elevators because mm. for whatever reason the building got shut down while they were in the elevator and nobody yeah. went there for a couple of weeks and then they're just dead in yeah. there. And that's crazy. That is crazy, yeah. The the modern elevator surely is not as bad as as elevators of the past. Like I think these days Big metal doors have become much friendlier to the to man and woman mm-hmm. uh, than they used could, to be. Like in terms of you just being able to lever them open if you have to. Yeah, and like you can stick your arms as they're shutting and things like that. Like humans, I, I really just do with great confidence shove my arm mm. into that big metal door. It was only like 25, 30 years ago where people were still getting killed by like roller doors on their garages and things yeah. like that constantly. Like, so, my mom was so afraid. She's like, get away from that door! Like, that, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, because people have just died because the thing came down and went, because it was just a motor just going, yeah, keep a dumb pushing, motor, keep and pushing. Just crush, kill, mm. kill, kill, kill. I must close this door at all costs. Yeah, it wasn't Let really a whirring of an engine. It was just the mumbling of a, of a, of a, of a emotionless killer. Yeah. And you, you stupid standing under my door. So do you think there was a period in time where elevator doors, mm. they, they were sort of phasing in mm. the, the sort that wouldn't cut your arm off? Right. Yeah. Previously, they'd been the sort that would yeah. cut your arm off. And then they start to introduce, okay, we've developed this new kind of door. It won't cut your arm off. It'll sense if your arm's there, uses lasers or whatever, mm-hmm. and it, you're fine. You're totally safe. So before, yeah. cut your arm off, maybe like l- drag you up into the shaft and kill sure. you. Yeah, yeah. But now, absolutely fine. In fact, that's quite a good way to open the door if you're running late. Yeah. Right? Um, so we're going to be phasing these in, mm. sort of across our elevators. Mm-hmm. Uh, at what point do we start telling people that it's safe? Because we're not going to be able to you know, get all the elevators, obviously, all at yeah. once. So we're not going to, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. So mm, we've got to yeah. roll this out. There's going to be a lot of buildings that are not going to be able to afford to get the new doors. Right, right. And the older, the older mm. ones. And we've also still got some in stock, and yeah. which we want to get out there, obviously, before out, yeah. we... Shift these and we'll be, we you could, know, sell them at a discount rate or whatever. We could probably send a lot of them to Mexico and Russia and things like that. Sure, sure. Mm. Where people sort of expect inanimate objects to kill you. <laughs> to, to cut off your limbs. <laughs> where, the, where, the, where, the, you know, where the state itself is so heartless mm. that, you know, what's another machine Absolutely. Um, just working against you? But also just people's expectations of life, you mm. know, is just mm. that, that, you know... Of course, something like something inanimate should uh, should uh, cut off your limbs. Sure, uh, the the and you know maybe it's it, it's even it's comforting. Like you know where you stand. An elevator, will, sure, it'll cut off your hand, maybe kill you, mm. but it's not going to dob you in to the Stasi. It's not going to torture exactly. your family. Mm. You know, it's 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 that kind of certainty that actually people find quite comforting. Yeah, it's in, actually uh, it's actually kinder than many of your relatives. Yes, yeah, <laughs> who will turn t- on you like that? Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh, yeah, at what point do you tell people, like when when a uh, big metal door goes from from foe to friend? Yeah, so so like, do you have signs around saying uh, you're 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 seventy five percent likely to be totally fine shoving your arm into this door, mm. just so you're informed? These are your chances. This is where you stand. Yeah, I think if that if that when that happened with sort of train doors, you know, when that first kind of came in on well, with train yeah. doors, like a public trains and stuff like that. I think a lot of bros would have. Lot bros of, are on the front line of that. Yeah, you a reckon? lot of bros are on the front line of uh, getting getting limbs lost to that and things like getting dragged <laughs> along with trains that are taken off and things like that. People who are just like, nah, I can do this. Maybe that's a that's a a sort of a a, a useful thing then in in sort of you know a periodic sort of cleansing of mm. humanity. It's like when we introduce a new non-deadly technology it's actually when we bring in stuff that's safer that's when we see a lot of people getting killed and it's actually quite good to sort of clean out the sort of the jerks uh, the jerks yeah sure yeah yeah but i think i look i think there is something in this uh in this elevator metal door transfer thing yeah um i, I mean i mean i'm obviously picturing it in a boardroom 
right? Where Board. people are introducing, they're, they're, they're showing people the doors. Sure. They're, they're, they've got maybe some samples of them on, on display there. So we've got one killer door and we've got one non-killer door. Yeah. And they call up, you know, uh, Jeff, the head of marketing, and say, you know, go on, shove your hand in the door. Oh, that is definitely the right one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, oh, written, not, oh, that's the killer one. And he goes, whoa, <laughs> almost lost my fingers there. Uh, written DK on this one for doesn't kill and obviously uh, on the other one that definitely kills. I've written yeah. uh, DK. DK. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, there's a it's this Schind- different font. This is Schindler's That's Lifts, a, right? It is. It is. Yeah, Schindler. yeah, Schindler's Lifts. No, this is Otis. Oh, Otis. Great. Yeah. Good brand. Love them. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful brand. Um, um, yeah, and and talk. I guess talking about the way in which they 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 bring that in, they phase that in. See, I see. I see. This could almost be a, an, an even bigger story. Like, really, more That's than unlike you, Alistair. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it doesn't have to be like it doesn't have to be over ten minutes or anything. Right. But, but I just think that it's the it's the history of the big metal door and when it became our friends. And this could be the beginning, obviously. I think elevators are probably one of the first places where big metal doors showed more kindness. It would have happened in more uh, public places like this mm. rather than kind of a in industry, unless. Like, well, well, the big metal door, I guess, was a, obviously it started out as a military invention, right? Because mm. because you always see big metal doors in like those uh, in a bunker or an installation oh, yeah. that's about to self destruct, right? And people yeah. have got to run along and sort of slide under mm. the doors. And those old doors, obviously, uh, aren't the sort that just detect whether or not you're in there and then they open again. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if they'd had that technology, every scene in a movie where somebody's trying to fly a spaceship out through the the cargo the, bay doors yeah. before they close, yeah. if they had that thing of that, like an elevator, it's just like beep, ooh, and oh, it just whoops. opened again. <laughs> Sorry about that. I almost shot on you there. Yeah, that would... Yeah, Indiana Jones as that big stone door comes <laughs> yeah. down. Like that, he goes, grab my hat, and then the door goes, whoa, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, that's good. Is that a funnier, funnier way for it to go? Like, like, like if if this mm. person is pitching that, um, maybe it's someone who comes from a lift company who's pitching it to like some evil corporation who has a huge Death Star or like a you know a military installation of some kind. I can't yeah. help but notice that all these doors that you've got. Uh, they're using, uh, you know, version one of the technology. Basically, the garage, like, and you know, an average garage door nowadays has more uh, feedback and control systems built into it than this. And I can't also help but notice that you've sort of built them with that sort of jagged end, almost like <laughs> teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, we use a sort of a rubberized edge, so that even if people do touch it, it's 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 mm. a. I'm gonna say this is just a this is a lawsuit waiting to happen right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're going to get that $300 million ransom of money, you're going to lose that straight away by one of your henchmen getting his goddamn you, you, buttock you're, you're cut by standing too close on, to the big metal yeah. teeth. Uh, that, then we are getting quite close to a sketch that Mitchell and Webb have done with henchmen and that sort of thing. And the OHNS. And, and OHNS. Well, look, yeah. we can move away from the OHNS. They did it very well. Oh, well. no. Very funny. Uh, any meat left on the bone? Yeah, I think there's, and I think there's some marrow in there as well that we could Great. suck yeah, out. Yeah. But I think, look, I think the elevator, the elevator technology, as long as we keep it to that side of the uh, the concept, um, and yeah, I mean, you know, they they get a guy in to do the lifts. Maybe like on the desk side, they get a guy in to do the lifts, and then while he's there, he's I couldn't help but notice that. So you've got some other big sliding doors here, mm. um, and. Uh, those yeah. big, those big. I mean, just even a conversation with the guy who, who sort of set up those those big uh, Indiana Jones sort of tunnels and mm, things like that. Mm. Like, just the technology that went into that. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know what they have in those tunnels. Like, whatever it was that was sensing the fact that he was running past those little things that the arrows shot mm. out of. They could just use that sensor mm. and apply that to these big sliding doors. Yeah, you know, that'll stop people from being crushed unnecessarily. Yeah, what like all that before wiring? You know, mm. was, I mean, it was it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. In many ways, it's you know, it's the, kind se- of, the sensor technology is crazy. Yeah, it's the uh, it was sort of the se- the the steampunk of booby trapping. Yeah, but pre-steampunk. There's, no, pre-steam- there's not even any steam. There's no this steam? This is stone punk. So it's all stone. Is there stone punk? It's pre-punk. 
pre-punk. It's pre-1980s, <laughs> pre-1970s and 80s. They didn't even know about, uh, about the Clash. Um, the Clash punk? Is, 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 is stone punk a thing? Can we do anything with stone punk? Stone punk, yeah. Um, I mean, really? Yeah. I guess, I guess, like, it, it, it was pretty punk, wasn't it? When people just, like, had animal heads and stuff on them and, you know, quite torn skins and leather straps and that sort of thing. That was all pretty punk. Yeah, that was definitely punk. But, like, like we're just bison heads on top of yeah, their heads. Yeah, yeah. They look out the mouth, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> is that punk? Is that, that what punk that feels, is? That feels like punk, yeah. I mean... It's it's even more minimal than four, you know, three chords or whatever that the punk music. Yeah, had. and like a bone through your nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punk. Um, so, but but even just the idea that that's a style that has come back in. Um, right. That it's like you know, it's kind of like steampunk, but it's people who are like really going back to that Stone Age that's thing. True. No one's rocking the bison head. Yeah, no one's. You know, like like we say, fashion is cyclical. Yeah. I haven't seen that come I back around. Seen any of that come around now? Now, maybe because it's in such an outer circle, you know, because it's so far You're away. Right. Okay, so it it's must... like Halley's Comet that only comes around every couple of hundred years. Yeah, yeah. So so we might miss it. We might not even get in it. In our lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but you know, maybe we'll see it right at the end of our lifetime. Right. We'll see some people starting to wear some, you know, leopard skins, like proper, just like in the sort of toga style, which is quite interesting that the, um, <laughs> that those... The, that the this the, like this the cavemen sort of would wear the skins in a toga in style. a toga style like like the Roman Senate mm, like the Roman Senate so you know that that you know like I know Rome was very Greek influenced mm. but I didn't know that Greece was quite caveman influenced oh absolutely yeah they got a lot of that stuff yeah discovered the old uh, skin togas skin togas yeah I guess they, you know, it was easier too. And then you know when is when is wearing the skulls of your enemies around your neck? When's that going to come back in? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because um, that's yeah, even just like bone clothing, like you know, sort of bone armor, mm. bone mail. Mm. Um, let's see what else. Uh, uh, even sort of just carrying around big staffs, staffs with you know that have. That have had the heads of your enemies again. The heads through. of your enemies. Yeah, heads of your enemies. <laughs> Sorry about that. Or even having like a familiar. You know, mm. I remember. Like, I mean, I guess I, I saw a photo from Africa with a guy who had like a hyena on a big chain. You know, and you walk around with that, and that that is bad ass. Yeah, that's real badass. Holy shit! And there's the kind of like there's the there's the guys in like Abu Dhabi and all that kind of stuff who have the like Coug- uh, cougars uh, and the cheetahs ta- and stuff, ta- yeah, yeah, and stuff like that that they just drive on the side of their like inside their convertible car or whatever with them. Is that? But you know, what about like a, you know like a big a big wolf? And yeah, like, well, like when's that going to come back in? Sleeping in a pile of wolves mm, for warmth, yeah, through the winter, riding a mammoth. You know, Peter Alexander. When's that going to be part of his new sleepwear collection? Is it just a pile of wolves? It's just a pile of wolves, and he's just completely nude. Just nude on a pile of wolves. You know, that's, I don't know if he even... If, what's his name? Peter Alexander? Peter, I don't even know if Peter Alexander has the, has the kahunas. Oh, wow. To make that range of, of pajamas. Yeah. I mean... No, that's I'm throwing it down. I dare you, Peter Alexander. <laughs> make that range of pajamas. I want to go into your store, and I don't want it to smell like marshmallows or whatever. I want it to smell like a heaving... Dogs. Yeah, I wanted to smell like like a pack of pack yeah. of like alpine wolves. Alpine wolves, like fresh from the hunt. Yeah, they, and they've they've taken down a like a like a, a musk, musk deer. ox. Yeah, ox. That's better than yeah. deer. Oh, musk deer. No, that's no, nothing. No. Musk ox. Yeah, musk musk deer, musk ox, both both quite big, powerful creatures. Musk stick. <laughs> Just a very mild stick. Yeah, quite a small, pink, mild pink stick. Pink stick. Mild. Yeah. So yeah. this is quite an interesting uh, in- insight into the it's... into the power of the adjective musk. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you, you apply it to certain things; they Ooh. seem to get bigger yeah. and more brutal, and then other things, uh, smaller and more uh, edible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, but you know, still not that edible. <laughs> um, Man, I love a musk stick. Well, I love a musk. Look, stick. I know this is a dumb question, but what were we just talking about? <laughs> we were talking about. Uh, uh, piles of wolves and fashion oh, that hasn't come back around. Stone, so stone, stone Age. Stone Punk. 
stone punk yeah thing the the look the hipster look you know well it's, look it's more than hipster because like steampunk isn't even hipster it's no, like it's not steampunk's a whole it's weird it's like you know it's it's dweeby it is dweeby isn't it but it but it like it carries itself as cool mm. yeah i i think i think it's created its, itself its own little bubble which mm. is a great thing to do create your own little bubble and that. then just redefine like Build your own social structure within that, yeah. with its own parameters for what's cool. And then, because then you can be cool within, the, yeah, within yeah, the like bubble. Goth and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but but most, but most bubbles are. We're uncool. looking at your bubble, and we think the whole bubble is bad. Yeah, <laughs> but within the bubble, you could be the top. You could be at the top, top of, the, of bubble. the bubble. That's your whole the bubble is bad. The, yeah, your, bu- your bubbles at the bottom of society. <laughs> the bubbles at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> but the important thing is just to have somebody beneath you. You don't have to be at the top of the world. You just because you're probably not going to make that in regular society. So you just got to be the best in your bubble. Yeah, just got to try to top the bubble. Um, gonna take us through the sketches for for uh, this sure, episode. Sure, we sure, got sure. Uh, dad's two talks. He talks to the teenager, then he talks to the teen elder. That is such an us sketch. That yeah. is so us, Al. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, we got killer plastic bag, which is a it's a plastic bag that sort of kills a turtle and then disrespects the turtle's family after it kills the turtle so it's just how bad plastic bags could be but it's also can go further it could be a it could be you know a a number of stories with a plastic bag and its journeys through the ocean Mm. you know do you think that the plastic bag eventually gets redemption like it would be quite nice if like after Mm. this like this lifetime of killing like Mm. something happens to make it realize what it's done and then it works to maybe try and like it can never obviously make amends for everything that did but it Mm. just tries to do what it can in the time that it has remaining to to make the world a better place i mean there's always the chance that at one point it does get picked up by one of these kind of like future technologies that is supposed to clean up the ocean right uh and then it gets melted back down into some kind of crude oil right. of some sort and yeah. then gets made into a smart polymer so mm. I, at the moment there's polymers that can sort of heal themselves <laughs> right uh, are there polymers that are self-aware and are capable of like understanding right and wrong yeah and, and could like you know will polymers at some point become so smart they can get redemption for all the all the <laughs> sort of the sea reptiles they've murdered and maybe they could go out and they're the ones who could stop uh, the bleaching of the coral seas and the because uh... there's smart there's smarts there's you know when we think about smart we think intellectual but like what about sort of emotional sensitivity and sure sort of yeah thing? like you know emo- emotional intelligence yeah, when or... are we going to have develop a polymer that has a high EQ yeah or street smart street smart <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean like that you know that from the point of view of a plastic bag is kind of yeah. You know, is kind of a, a fun way to travel into the future mm. as it, you know, for, you know, you start with it just in the, in the ocean, mm. then it gets melted down into something. I guess, I don't know whether it just has googly eyes and that's how you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how you know. That's how you, like, that's how you could follow it so that you can yeah. sort of, you know, personify this, uh, mm. these, this, this link of polymer. Uh, I mean, being m- strangled to death by something with googly eyes mm. is, is, quite a terrifying idea and if somebody hasn't already made a, a horror film called googly eyes mm. in which some googly eyes whenever they're stuck to something that thing becomes both living and evil yeah uh i think that's i think that's quite uh a, a, a fertile direction for that to go i can imagine like mm. the look of those little eyes just sort of jiggling just as they, as your they... body shakes you know with the last yeah it's of life leave it that's quite good. And that's like, it's a thing that kind of almost like a, you know, you know like piezoelectric stuff. Mm, Do you know that yeah. where you apply, oh, yeah. you apply pressure I know and, then it, you know, and, and then electric charge comes out. And there must be a, it, it does the reverse, right? So it, it, when you put it on there, it kind of uses electric charge to, to, to give things life and mm. make them move and things like that. And that's, yeah. It's the piezo, it's the piezo googly, googly eyes. eyes. I think even like a, you know, you could even have it, they get onto a person, right? And somebody closes their eyes and then the googly eyes are stuck there on their eyelids. Mm. That'd be quite terrifying. Yeah, and then the, then the person gets killed by a person. Yeah. <laughs> the worst, the, the most dangerous animal of them all is a, a man with googly with eyes. With googly eyes. Yeah. Um, I've written that down, googly eyes. Great. Um, man discarded like 
plastic bag winds up in the ocean. Strangling turtles. Strangling turtles. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, talk wrong to me. You know, that's, you know. It's, it's, talk it's a, fundamentally it's a, incorrect. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's an old trope. And, uh, and we're going to gonna use that, you know, new money for old trope. Yeah, new, new money for old trope. Um, big metal doors. Was, you know the history of sort of the big metal <laughs> the, doors and how the they shift, went from the changing to history of, of big metal doors mm. and um, and also how like you know the well yeah that an elevator talk technology and things like that. Obviously, mm. we're not stepping on any toes of any uh, of any great s- great sketch shows. Mm. Uh, then we got Stone Punk. Yep. Um, you know, and we just went through that, and then we got googly eyes. Boom, boom. That is today's that episode. Is show. So, uh, just quickly before we go, Alistair, yeah. we are members of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Obviously, yeah. host to many fantastic podcasts, absolutely programs. The Weekly Planet, uh, Steel uh, Wars, Steel Wars, do go do, on, do go on. Auntie uh, Donna, Human Ordinary, uh, so many Dragon classic Friends, Dragon Friends, um, wonderful. Now, good people. Filthy casuals. Filthy casuals. We're Listen, very happy to be a, a, a part of this family. We're blessed and lucky. And uh, if you listen to and enjoy our show, uh, you are most likely and welcome to listen to and enjoy those other shows, as well as and not instead of ours. Yes. Um, and if you find that you are running out of time in your life for podcasts, please to God drop cut out like, one of the others. Drop them like it's hot. <laughs> Because we need you. Because we've had a taste of being listened to, and we can't we, uh, can't, we can't live without it now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. You're listening to what? Yep. That was great. You just fucked up. I just started again. Yeah, that's great. I just reset. We're gonna do episode two right now. Yeah, right now. Uh, hey, thanks so much for thanks listening. So much. I'm uh, stupid old Andy on Twitter, and I'm at Alistair TB. Uh, we are two in the tank, two in tank, two at in two tank. in tank. If you could please leave a review on iTunes, we absolutely like it. Means a lot to us, and it helps us get more new listeners. Yeah, um, and uh, like you, you. Know, like you, more people like you, more people like you, and you're good. So and why wouldn't we want more of you? And this isn't, you know, we're building a community here. This isn't just about us. We, mm. we get, uh, you know, this is, a, this is a, you're, we're definitely not building a community. I'm no, sorry, no, we I'm are. Sorry, we're building sorry. a community. Send us a thing and we'll turn it into a thing. Great. Great. <laughs> I've noticed a lot of successful podcasts doing this thing where yeah. somebody will send them a thing and they turn it into a thing. Can we just yeah. do that? Or take one of our things and turn it into something else. Yeah, send that to us. Yeah, and then send it to us and then we'll retweet it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, we don't have a lot of free time in our lives right now, but... We'll, but if you could do all the work... Yeah. I don't know what. We'll but, retweet it. But we're... Look, we've already put down all our ideas, so if you have any ideas, uh, do something with that, and then we'll retweet it. Great. And uh, you know why? Because we... Because we love, love you. Love you. Love you deep down. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 